You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. This is The Rob Carson Show. Welcome to Thursday, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my goodness. What a day we have uh, planned for you. Uh, a lot of amazing things happened yesterday on Capitol Hill, of course, culminating in the censure of Adam Schiff for attempting to uh, uh, have a coup over the uh, President of the United States. Uh, it's that serious. That's that serious. Uh, what we've experienced the last couple of years, including uh, 2016, is an attempted coup, and in, in some cases, uh, some would even venture to say a successful one. Uh, and we're going to get to all of the audio on that and uh, what uh, lies ahead for uh, Adam Schiff and others and uh, why the uh, the tepid response to the possibility of an impeachment of Joe Biden when there were no such uh, there was no such concern when Donald Trump was impeached uh, within a month of him taking office for nothing. Uh, it is time for the Republican Party to stop being tepid and impeach the bastards. There you go. That was just the way I put it. I, I kind of be careful about the language but honestly i'm at that point enough with the tepid bs enough with the kid gloves enough with that well they got us last time we're gonna we are in a war we're in a battle right now for the future of the country for the future meaning the country's existence i hate using no existence existential threat everybody uses that but we are we have a group of people who hate the country as founded, and now they have the instrumentation and the individuals in place to destroy this country as founded. This was all started when Barack Obama became the president of the United States, when he said he wanted to fundamentally change the United States. And I remember when he said it, I said, okay, well, this means he wants to, uh, he wants to take down the country as founded and replace it. Duh, should have been obvious. His, his uh, career as a politician started off in the foyer of Bill Ayers and Bernadine Dorn. He is the progeny of the class of 1968. He had a mousy tongue uh, ornament on the Christmas tree in the White House. We all went, huh? And then we realized that was an act of hubris. That was an act of hubris by a man who had been groomed by leftists to be the one. If you want to call it a Manchurian candidate, you can call him that, but that's the way it is. And he also ushered in a new era in presidential politics. Actually, I, I shouldn't say that. He was second. Bill Clinton was first. A new era in American politics where people go to Washington, D.C., and they leave office worth a million or two million, and their value increases to the hundreds of millions of dollars. Not because they produce a product, not because they bring something to market, because they have their strings on the instruments of power. And when that happens, you're worth a lot of money. Hillary Clinton, Secretary of State, signing off on the Uranium One deal, selling 25% of our uranium reserves to Russia, she got hundreds of millions of dollars into her global foundation that did nothing. And then when she lost the election in 2016, the money stopped rolling in and the foundation collapsed. Do you know why? There was no more influence to sell. Duh. I said a few years ago, Hillary Clinton loves the idea and the concept of an oligarchy. And I was spot on that. 
There are people in Washington, D.C. who are oligarchs. They have a connection to private industry. Private industry has a connection to government. They fuel one another. They enrich one another. And ultimately, the people of our country, we are fed the crumbs. Hillary Clinton is an oligarch. Barack Obama is an oligarch. There's no doubt about it. They're worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and the only reason is their connection between uh, very large industries and the government and the strings on the purses in power. And I got to tell you, <laughs> this will call for a new American revolution. Not a violent revolution, but a revolution nonetheless. And we're starting to see this bubbling up on both sides of the political equation. Yesterday I saw some video of Robert Kennedy Jr. He was doing a, uh, a campaign appearance. There were people around the block waiting to get in. Not uh, close at all to what Donald Trump uh, does when he does appearances where he gets twenty five to 50,000 people to show up. But certainly more than the, the uh, 10 people who would show up for Biden rallies. And nobody's going to show up to Biden rallies this time either. The only people who will be allowed, there will be union gatherings like they were over the weekend. They'll bring in a crowd of fluffers, uh, just like they did with Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton couldn't fill an arena when she was running. Trump could. And they're going to do their level best to shut out Robert Kennedy Jr. But the American people aren't going to go there. And Robert Kennedy is growing. He's got 20% of the Democrat vote right now, and that's going to go through the ceiling. That's why I'm thinking, you know, I'm thinking of kind of ruminating what would be the, the perfect ticket for Republicans in, uh, in 2024. And, and uh, number one, obviously, would be uh, Trump DeSantis. Uh, DeSantis could be his student as vice president for four years, take over, carrying on some of the same uh, policies, which, by the way, he's echoing now as the governor of Florida. Uh, they are not necessarily entirely organic. They are because of Donald Trump. I'm not saying that he's not a good guy. I'm not saying I don't like Ron DeSantis. It's just not his time. There's a new poll out from, uh, let's see, Emerson, Emerson, Emerson. 2024 National Republican Primary Poll. Here it is. And this is after all of the indictments, all of the nonsense, all of the AGs, the latest charges, the classified documents. They've done everything they can to take Donald Trump down. They haven't been able to succeed. Why? Because of the will of the American people. And I might also add, because Donald Trump has the money to fight this. Nobody else would. Uh, any other Republican candidate would have, would, have, would have given up a long time ago. But Donald Trump is, has spent tens of millions of dollars defending himself and his family. He's the only person with the will and the finances to be able to take on the swamp, and then we can take it from there. National Republican primary. Trump's 59%. DeSantis, 21, up by 38. Pence at six, he'll never be the president. Haley at four, he'll never she'll never be the president. Christie at two. He will never be the president. Vivek Ramaswamy, 2%. Yeah, sure. Scott, 2%. Yeah, sure. Uh, maybe Ramaswamy, Scott, 2028. It would rock, or vice versa. So when you're thinking about Donald Trump, who should Donald Trump have on the ticket? Uh, one that has been bandied about because she's making a lot of appearances at Mar-a-Lago is Carrie Lake. Carrie Lake is a brilliant speaker. She is a no-nonsense candidate. She is not afraid of the press. She is uh, following the template of Donald Trump with regard to giving the media what fur. 
Oh, and she also had an election stolen from her. Uh, there's the possibility of uh, maybe a Christy Nome, South Dakota. She's running commercials right now all over the country for businesses to move to South Dakota, by the way. She's doing a great job up there. But uh, Trump DeSantis would be number one. Uh, maybe Trump Lake. Um, and then if the Republican Party and the Democrat Party decide to put the elbow on the scale toward the candidate of their choice, for instance, Democrats pushing Kennedy out, uh, Republicans pushing Trump out, Trump-Kennedy as a third party would beat the snot out of both parties and really create a massive crack in the two-party system in the United States. I don't know. Thinking out loud. But uh, I'm seeing some of the same populist support of RFK that I did for Trump. And the one difference about RFK, and I can say for at least... At least 20 years, maybe more, I have not heard a Democrat candidate who appears to love the country as much as I do. RFK Jr. is a patriot. RFK Jr. realizes the big pharma industrial complex, the military industrial complex. He's committed to taking them down. He has uh, intense and deep knowledge on subjects like this he understands china he understands what china is doing this isn't an endorsement of rfk i'm just saying why he's the best democrat i've heard of running for president for as long as i've been voting and i think that this is only going to get bigger i have said that i don't believe joe biden will be the candidate because he's not going to be the candidate He's not going to be able to be the candidate. Did you notice the dear leader? Did you notice this week they replaced the tall stairs on Air Force One? And we're supposed to just make that go away? We're supposed to just say, oh, oh, look, they just um, replaced the stairs on Air Force One to 12 stairs versus the tall stairs that he's tripped up and nearly fallen down. And we're supposed to think, no big deal. He's not going to make it. Physically, mentally, and hopefully legally because of impeachment. And they are talking impeachment. We've got Lauren Boebert. We have got uh, MTG. Both of them are filing articles of impeachment against Joe Biden under a privileged resolution. So we get Republicans on this, get their votes on the record. And I will also mention in my lifetime, even more so than Bill Clinton, in my lifetime, no one has deserved impeachment and removal from office like Joe Biden for his financial dealings, for his bribery, and for the open southern border, which is a breach of our national security. And it is also a breach of the vows that he made to the American people in the Constitution of the United States. So as far as Republicans saying, oh, I don't know, we got to be tepid about this. I mean, I know we got Adam Schiff and we censured Adam Schiff. And that almost sounded like the Republicans kind of had balls. But the Republicans at this point have to realize that the American people 
who are tired of the abuses and usurpations of the federal government. Don't give a rat's behind about any sort of political repercussions with regard to the impeachment and removal of Joe Biden or at the attempt to do so. They're like, to hell with it. We don't care. Do it. They said the same thing about the lousy budget that Kevin McCarthy signed off on. Everybody was saying the government would default. The world would come to an end. Most Americans were like, well, let it burn then, because we've already been there. We've already had our businesses shut down. We already have inflation. And, and let's face it, grocery store inflation, uh, 70 to 100 percent on most of the stuff you buy. I know this. I do all the shopping. Car prices, gas prices, having to shop at dollar store to buy your groceries. We're done. We don't care. We've seen the end. And now we're ready to fight. So, on the way, I've got some glorious audio from the uh, censorship of Adam Schiff yesterday. Uh, I've also got uh, some, uh, some great news uh, with regard to the possibility of impeachment. Um, and, and this is, by the way, literally for six years, we have seen uh, uh, an attempted and then successful coup of the United States of America by one party and like-minded Republicans. So here's the number, guys. It's 800-922-6680. This is a Thursday edition of The Rob Carson Show. The D.C. Swamp has divided us. It's time to come together to fight for America as founded. It's The Rob Carson Show. I have a glorious uh, uh, timeline of Adam uh, Schiff's uh, censor, censure, censure. Not censor. That's what the government's done to us the last five years. Yeah, any conservative thought. They've censored us. Uh, this is the censorship of Adam Schiff. House Resolution 521, censoring Adam Schiff, representative of the 30th Congressional District of California. Question is on adoption of the resolution. Members will record their votes by electronic device. On this vote, the A's are 213 and the nays are 209. With six answering present, the resolution adopted. Without objection, the motion to consider is relayed on the table. Listen to the Democrats. House will be in order. Will Representative Schiff present himself in the well? Stand By the adoption of House Resolution 521, the House is resolved that the House of Representatives censures Adam Schiff, Yay. representative of the 30th Congressional District of California, Yay. for misleading the American public and for conduct unbecoming of an elected member of the House of Representatives. That Representative Adam Schiff will be forthwith present himself in the well of the House of Representatives for the pronouncement of censure. That Representative Adam Schiff will be censured with the public reading of this resolution by the Speaker. And that the Committee on Ethics shall conduct an investigation into Representative Adam Schiff's falsehoods, misrepresentations, and abuse of sensitive information. Yeah, there you go. And the Democrats all uh, shouted, shame, shame, shame. Uh, apparently they watch a little bit too much uh, Game of Thrones. Shame. 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 That is fantastic. What, you know, honestly, um, shame would mean something if you had a sense of it, but uh, he doesn't. He doesn't. 
He uh, he uh, uh, parroted this Russia collusion hoax during the campaign. He tried to take down the president of the United States, a duly represented and duly elected president of the United States for years. He he tried to take him down with lies and deception. He he committed an act of treason. He tried to overthrow a president, okay? This isn't just a slap on the wrist here. He needs more than that. He needs to be investigated criminally. The Democrat Party needs to be investigated criminally for attempting to overthrow the government. That is what this is all about. And we had agencies who covered up lies to forward that, uh, that uh, attempted coup of a president, we did. This is very serious. All of this, these impeachments, they were attempts to remove Donald Trump from office, at least the first one, and they were based on nothing. And they were prepared to lie to the ends of the earth to overturn an election and remove a president for nothing. This is devastatingly serious for the country, guys. This is uh, Anna Paulina Luna, who's a freshman congressman, and she's outstanding. She delivered a speech yesterday on Capitol Hill in the well of the uh, House with regard to Adam Schiff's censorship. Occupied a position of the highest trust and authority. As chair of the House Intelligence Committee, Adam Schiff launched an all-out political campaign built on baseless distortions against a sitting U.S. president at the expense of every single citizen in this country and the honor of the House of Representatives. With access to sensitive information unavailable to most members of Congress and certainly not accessible to the American people, Schiff abused his privileges claiming to know the truth while leaving American, Americans in the dark about, his web of li or about this web of lies. Lies so severe that they altered the course of the country forever. Yes. The lie that President will suspend. The House is not in order. Members, please take your conversations off the floor. Democrats were uh, kind of thinking about doing that uh, thing they did in the uh, House in Oklahoma. Try that nationally, please. The lie that President Donald Trump colluded with Russia to steal the 2016 presidential election revealed to be completely false by numerous investigations, including the Durham report. The lie that the Steele dossier, a folder of falsified and since completely debunked collusions, accusations funded by the Democrat Party, had any shred of credibility. Yet Schiff read it into congressional record as fact. Lies concocted and compiled in a false memo that was used to lie to the FISA court wow. to precipitate domestic spying on U.S. citizen Carter Page violating American civil liberties. Not only was this egregious abuse of Schiff's privilege access to classified information, yes. But this memo was littered with 17 major mistakes and omissions. Yeah, this, is, uh, this was an attempted coup, and it looks like they succeeded in 2020. It is, uh, it is remarkable. These are remarkable times that we, uh, that we live in. And this is as serious as it gets. I mean, we endured this as well. Donald Trump endured this. But they did their level best when they lost the 2016 election to overthrow the president based on nothing. The FBI was involved. The DOJ was involved. The deep state, many departments were involved in all of this. And the worst thing, the mainstream media was involved in it as well. They knew about it. They played along. Big tech also knew about it, played along because the government was embedded in those in those entities, in Facebook, in YouTube, in Twitter, all of it. 
This was an attempted coup, and it sounds like they were successful in 2020, and people need to pay. Coming up, Representative Jeff Bandrew, New Jersey House. Talk about this. Are you at war with your skin? Occasionally I am. Agonizing, unbearable itch, uncontrollable scratching, affecting all aspects of your life. Even worse if it's your baby. There's no peace or sleep for anybody in the family. Take control with 100% drug-free, doctor-developed, topical Exabate. It's more than itch-free skin. It's your life. Enjoy outdoor family activities or simply a shower without the sting of 1,000 needles. Become comfortable with intimacy again. No matter where the itch or why, with Exabate, it's simple. No itch, no scratch, or your money back. Go to StopItchNow.com. That's StopItchNow.com. Or call 800-854-1262. That's 800-854-1262. Say it loud and proud. Let's go, Brandon. It's the Rob Carson Show. Resolution adopted. Without objection, the motion to consider is laid on the table. House will be in order. Shame. 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 Yeah, apparently the Democrats watch Game of Thrones. Shame. Shame. (laughs) Yesterday after Adam Schiff was censured, they shouted shame, 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 which uh, normally would not be a badge of honor for people. But when it comes to Adam Adam Schiff, he has no sense of shame. So when you hang uh, the the, uh, badge of shame on him, it's kind of like giving the uh, Tin Man that clock instead of a heart. It's it's not really a heart, you know, but he's where it's kind of like that. It's kind of like, they have no shame. He has no shame. He should be ashamed. Remember Harry Reid? He should have been ashamed of saying that uh, Mitt Romney didn't pay his taxes. But of course he didn't have any shame. You see what I mean? There's no shame. This is one of the, the bad things about shame because the guilty don't realize or don't care if they're guilty. And they, uh, they don't feel shamed about it because they achieved what they wanted to do politically. That's why there's no shame. There's no shame. (laughs) The the shame is what he did the last seven years. That's the shame of Adam Schiff. But he'll never recognize it because he has none. Uh, We have a special guest on the Newsmax hotline, and I know that everybody on Capitol Hill is very busy. Uh, Representative Jeff Van Drew from from, uh, New Jersey joins us. He is a member of the House Judiciary, and he's on the Newsmax hotline. Hello, my friend. How are you today? I am good. It's great to be with you. How are you? Buddy, I'm I'm great. Uh, You know, the American people are uh, angry and upset. They saw the Durham report. It wasn't a surprise to us that uh, so much of the federal government and uh, and, uh, Hillary Clinton were invested in not only ending the campaign of Donald Trump, but destroying his presidency altogether. Uh, Yesterday, this culminated in the censorship of Adam Schiff, which is fairly historical. But what happens next? Oh, what happens next is we've got to keep pushing to go forward and dig further into these activities with uh, President Biden, his son, uh, money transfers, false corporations, Uh, There's a lot to look at here. I mean, you know, you hear oversight and judiciary, too. It's it's funny how we break things down, by the way, in the in the House of Representatives, you know, which which particular committee gets which particular activity in action. But nevertheless, there's a great deal to be done because there's so much. I'll tell you what also happens next. We can't keep doing this. 
we can't have um, agencies that should be protecting our people, like the FBI, who are now weaponized, politicized, and corrupt at the top level. I don't mean the agents and most of the people that work there. Most of the people that work there really are good people and, and always were. But we've got too much of an infrastructure of people there that are willing to do anything. They're political. They're Democrat. They want to destroy Republicans, destroy the Republican Party, particularly Donald Trump. I mean, I want people just just for a second to, to really understand the depth of this. So in the FBI, they actually had an informant, um, and I think that, unfortunately, his name is becoming all too common, Igor Denchenko, um, and he pretended to have real evidence and proof of a, of a collusion. And he, you know, went to the FBI. Now, get this. A lot of people don't know this part. He was paid by the FBI. So your tax dollars, everybody's listening on your radio show right now, is busting their butt trying to make a living with the inflation we have and trying to take care of their families, et cetera. And what are we doing? There's millions of ways, quite frankly, that they waste money in Washington. But here's one, one more. In order to support their corruption, hundreds of thousands of dollars go to Denchenko so, you know, he can continue to provide completely, completely false information to the point that he had said that he had discussed this and met with individuals, um, and he didn't. And now here's the worst part. The FBI was all too happy to go along with that, all too happy to pay him, all too happy to take the information and, again, weaponize it and, again, you know, politicize it. And it wasn't even accurate. They were using a guy to base the Steele dossier upon who never actually had any of the information that he claimed. And they didn't check him out. It was easy enough to check him out. They didn't want to check him out. They didn't care because they just wanted to do this. And they based getting their FISA reports. And let me tell you something. For people, again, on the radio that don't, doesn't know what a FISA re- you know, report is, it means that they get permission from the FISA court, this special court, to go in to your personal lives, into your banking, into your everything in your life. And, you know, they get that by saying that it, you're doing some, you know, activities with uh, people who are not, you know, they're not, legal, they're not doing legal activities and they're foreigners. So they get the right to do that. They misuse FISA. They based getting their FISA permits, being able to do this, they based that on completely false information from this guy, Denchenko, which they knew damn well wasn't telling the truth. That's so, how bad it all was. Well, yeah, they knew everything. They knew. Listen, everybody knew. Obama knew. Everybody. Mueller yep. knew. Oh, uh, yeah, Comey knew. Yeah. Every, everybody knew. Hillary Clinton, this is electioneering, sir. This is electioneering. This is election interference. This is our new, you know, we're losing our freedom in America. People now, better realize it. And we've got to fight hard to make sure that we get the House of Representatives even in a stronger position where we have a bigger majority. We've got to take the Senate, and we need a good, strong president that's willing to work with Congress to clean this all up. We need to restructure the FBI. 
Not yeah. get rid of it, but restructure it. Of course. As far as Pfizer, it's been so misused, and it was really meant during the 9-11 days. Um, it was under the Bush administration. And I understand why they did it then, but we've either got to, again, have a major restructuring or just let that die. Now, you know, the, the, Pfizer warrant, the, the Pfizer warrant was a blanket search warrant for Donald Trump's life. That's what it was. It was the same damn thing that the FBI did getting that warrant to search Mar-a-Lago. Show me the man, I'll show you the crime. This is classic Soviet era nonsense. They wanted to get anything. And I would venture to, to say, sir, that that Pfizer warrant that not only was used uh, during the campaign, the transition team, and the presidency, that ultimately I believe that Pfizer warrant may have caused the first impeachment was was based on nothing and that was about essentially surveilling a phone call that Donald Trump had made in the second person now I want to ask you this we got a censorship that's great cool whatever you've got uh, Lauren Boebert now MTG calling for impeachment why is there reticence by the Republican Party when there was no such reticence with regard to Donald Trump for impeachment of Joe Biden I don't know that there's, you know, reticence. Look, I'm on the bill. Uh, you know, okay. I'm a co-sponsor right. of that. So okay. there, there's certainly on my part, I'm, I'm, I'm willing to do what we need. I'm not talking to. about your part. I'm talking about the people who don't want to go along with this. Yes, I, I, and I understand. Um, what we do have to make sure, some of those people are just a little weak need. I don't know what to say. Uh, and it bothers me. And it happens on pieces of legislation. We even saw it with the censure, and I don't know who they are, and I'm never speak ill about my Republican colleagues, but we had numbers of people the first time that wouldn't vote for it, so the bill was changed. The resolution, rather, was changed. Uh, and even this time, we had, I think it was five or six people that just voted present, did not, did, who were Republicans, did not vote for it. So, you know, some folks are... Uh, I don't know, shy is not the right word, but they, they are reticent. They shouldn't be. Unfortunately, we're in a time right now, and I pray to God it goes back to a better time, where you've got to play tough. You've got to play tough because we are fighting for the freedom of America. I'm not exaggerating. We yes. are on the precipice of losing it. Of course. Um, but we also, and this is important, um, we must make sure if we're going to go forward with any of these actions, impeachment of a president is very serious. And it was, it was very wrong when they did it to Donald Trump. And you know I spoke out against it. That was years ago. I was a Democrat. I was a conservative blue dog Democrat. And I said, I'm not doing this. I'm getting the hell out of this party because it's just getting worse and worse. And as you know, with President Trump, I became a Republican. And I think I'm a tougher Republican than many Republicans who have been there a lot of years. But the point is, we're going to do it, do it right, have your information, have your knowledge, don't look stupid to the American public. So there are those folks, and I think the speaker was right about that. Instead of just saying, you know, do an immediate impeachment on the floor, don't even go through the process, I think we need to go through the process. And that'll be, I know part of that process is in Judiciary Committee. Uh, and I know we're going to be seeing a lot and be digging in a lot uh, with all this. And the good thing about it is, regardless of how it works out, I'm telling you, a lot of bad stuff's going to come out because there's a, a million and one reasons that we probably don't even know yet uh, to impeach this guy. And that's the other issue. We haven't gotten all the information yet. Uh, we got to let Comer in, you know, oversight really 
get more of this information out there that's going on about, you know, what Joe Biden was involved with, what his family and, and all of them were involved because I think that where there's smoke, there's fire. We found that out with his son. And what a disgusting, you know, example of unequal justice and the lack of being fair. If that were you or me and you lied on your gun permit and get put a false Social Security in and did some other things, you would be in jail right now. Now, Jeff right Andrew, now. Uh, let, me, let me tell you this. Also, you know, you always hear people like the NAACP and the Democrats claiming that we have a, a disparate justice system in the country, that people of color are, are uh, uh, unfairly punished for things. I wonder how many uh, young black men are in prison right now oh. because they didn't tell the truth on a gun application or they were found with a gun that wasn't, you know, illegally obtained. It is ridiculous. It is utterly ridiculous. And and I got to tell you, if if there's anything that would make people of color in this country really see, it's not about cops in in uh, in uh, you know uh, Minneapolis. It's about uh, people in positions of power and those who who they can just roll over. There are a lot of people in jail right now for what uh, Hunter Biden did. And I got to tell you, this had better cut through. And I think it is really going to cut through, particularly with people of color. It should. My God, you're, you, you, you articulated it so well. I mean, we literally have we, – we've got lists, I mean, in our office. I, I, I could provide you with a list of people that are in prison for doing much less. A quick story. I mean, there was a young lady, and I always use this one because I felt so bad when it happened. A uh, young lady coming from Pennsylvania, black woman, single mom, never got a parking ticket or any kind of viola- violation, never did anything wrong in her life. She crosses the bridge, and she goes into New Jersey. And, you know, each state has individual permits. Some states reciprocate. And, you know, I'm a big Second Amendment person, and I think we need to do more to, you know, make sure we maintain our freedoms with with gun rights. But anyhow, she crosses over. Police officer stops her. And the minute he stops her, she – and he probably never would have even known. She said, I just want to let you know that I have a right to carry, and I have a gun in – my glove compartment so he says okay he checks it out says yep he said where is your new jersey permit because she had her pennsylvania permit again no problems never been in jail never did anything wrong she ended up at at the end of the line three year prison sentence in jail for telling the truth and doing nothing wrong. She made a mistake. She should have gotten a $50 fine or something. You, you should have had your New Jersey permit. Thank God at that time Governor Christie uh, made sure that she was uh, released. But now, that, that, we do that all over the country, and that's the way the Democrats want it. We punish the good people, yep. and we let the bad people go. All right, um, uh, Representative Jeff Andrew, can you hang on for the next segment? Is that possible? Um, I don't. Chris, can if you can, it's it's it's, it's no big to... it's no big deal. Let me just ask you this before the break. Here we go. Ready? Okay. Uh, RFK. Uh, what do you see happening with RFK? He's got twenty percent of support from Democrats. He's getting lines around the block to go see him. What do you suppose this I, does I, to I, the Democrat I, first Party? Of all, I mean, pure politics. It's interesting stuff. You know, um, I ran against the Kennedy, so mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. In fact, little do people know. I, I don't make a big deal about it. I'm the only Republican to beat a Kennedy in a general election in history. It was <laughs> nice. Kennedy's uh, daughter-in-law. But RFK, yeah. I think he's going to go only... 
so far. At the end of the day, the powerhouse of political politics, uh, you know, the DNC and all these people with huge amounts of money, they don't want him because even though he's radical and agrees with them on some stuff like climate, I don't want Republicans thinking, by the way, GRFK, maybe that's something different that we should try, mm-hmm. a, quote, conservative Democrat. He's no. still very progressive and extreme and radical on certain issues. But he yeah. does tell the truth on other issues that other Democrats refuse to do. That's right. why people are intrigued by him, because he's a Democrat that just doesn't spew out the same Democratic yeah. Yeah. line all the time. But Representative I, Jeff Van Drew, uh, we got to break. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. I hope you recognize the, the rage of the American people. because you know I do. We're just, we're off. We're done. We're done with this nonsense. Somebody's got to pay for this. Oh, my man. I'm with you. Somebody's got to pay, bro. All right. God bless you, my friend. Keep up the good work, and I hope to have you on again soon. Thank you. You take care. All right. Let's take a break. You're listening to The Rob Carson Show. Do you know why we know Joe Biden and the Democrats caused a 40-year high inflation? When factories that make these ships shut down, ships shut down. Because we're not stupid. It's The Rob Carson Show. I think there's plenty of evidence of collusion or conspiracy in plain sight. But all I can tell you is, um, reviewing the evidence that I have, um, I don't think you can conclude that at all. Uh, far from it. Uh, and but, I think but you admit uh, that, it's uh, a circum. All you have right now is a circumstantial case. Uh, actually, no, Chuck. Uh, I, I can tell you that the case is more than that. You're a liar. Uh, the only thing I can say is that it would be irresponsible for us not to get to the bottom of this. Uh, we really need to do, we really need to find out exactly what the Russians did. For example, in that Trump Tower meeting, there was a clear intent uh, to collude with the Russians. There was a willingness to receive Russian help. Uh, the president himself called on the Russians to uh, assist his campaign by hacking Hillary Clinton's emails. Well, certainly if uh, the Trump campaign went to a meeting with the Russians seeking to enlist uh, or receive the help of the Russian government uh, in getting damaging Which information. Which is what the trail of evidence and emails suggests is the case. This man, along with uh, willful participants ranging from Barack Obama to Hillary Clinton to Jim Comey to uh, uh, Christopher Wray uh, and on and on and on, attempted to overthrow a duly elected president of the United States of America. He, they also attempted to throw an election. The FBI was involved in attempting to throw the 2016 election using a dossier paid for by Hillary Clinton and the Democrat Party, and the FBI was involved. And then after the election was won by Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton faded into obscurity and lost her uh, any value she had to Russia and our enemies, uh, they immediately began starting on putting somebody in the White House who would respond to Russia and our enemies, and they proceeded in doing so. This man needs to go to jail. There are a whole lot of people who need to go to jail. Because what we, we didn't just experience uh, election interference. We had an attempted coup of a president while he was the president, and everybody knew it was a lie. All they cared about was impeaching Donald Trump to get rid of him, and it was all based 
on a lie, and everybody knew it. That's how filthy, rotten our federal government is. You ever uh, have a basket of fruit in your kitchen, and you got a big, juicy apple there, and you see the apple, and it looks really good, and you reach your hand around there, and you go to grab the apple, and your fingers sink about first knuckle deep into the rotten other side of it? That's what the deep state is. They're the rotten part. So we need to cut that apple in half and take that rotten part and throw it in jail. How about that? How about we do that? Now, coming up, I've got a lot more audio on what Adam Schiff did while he was going after Donald Trump, while the deep state was going after Donald Trump. Lots of audio yesterday on Capitol Hill. Also, on his side, we've got an update on the submarine. It does not look good, the submarine near the Titanic. All of that is coming up. This is The Rob Carson Show. Newsmax. Shoots it straight. No talking down to me. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. Don't tell me how to think. I trust Newsmax. Newsmax. They don't tell me how to think. They let me decide. Real news for real people. 